Welcome what a pleasure. back to the Charles Ogan experience. experience. Again, experience. here we are. Experience. 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 Like and subscribe, everyone. Oh, that was good. I forgot. You're doing a good job, guys. We're getting there. We're getting there. I might even just turn this camera very slightly. Do it. Do it. Fuck them. Yeah, there we go. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Guys, remember, like and subscribe. YouTube, Spotify, top left-hand corner of Spotify. You guys are doing a great job. Well done. Well done. How are you? Owen Flanagan well training. I'm really well, thanks. We trained hard. Good jits. I mean, as in, we trained hard. Yeah. And yeah, good jits as weights well. And, weights and jits, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you working on? Uh, same, same. Passing. In jits. I'm working the toy bars from the bottom. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that. real enjoy, <laughs> real enjoyment on those. I know. That. I feel like I'm getting real, real snappy with them. The only thing is when pe- when cunts are sweaty, when people moisturize their arms in the morning, there's something fucking wrong with them. Yeah, you think yeah. so? <laughs> something, <wrong>. something fucking <laughs> wrong with you if you moisturize like your forearms and triceps in the morning. Because I'm going for my choy bars and people and, and some people who are shit are just like just slipping out like an eel. So what do you need to yeah. adjust? Is there uh, does it, is there any adjustment? No, they're just slippery. Just more of a setup, I guess. But, but yeah, it's just like I have I have the correct mechanics, but I'm just not going hard enough to get the crank in time yeah. before they before they wriggle out with their slipperiness. I'm trying to pass you. I'm trying to get the details of the passing that we uh, we talked about last podcast, and you're just armbarring me to hell. You did it wrong. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it you're doing the J point though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when you're getting caught though, the J point. Because I'm campaign. leaving my arm out there. What yeah, because you're leaving. Mom? You're doing this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm leaving a gap. Yeah, yeah, you're leaving a gap. And uh, you're not really monitoring my other leg properly. Mm. I think that's it. And yeah, you should threaten knee on belly a bit more, but every time you so do... like throw by the leg, then go for the knee on belly. Yeah, go away. for the knee Because I'm giving you the knee on belly most of the time. I'm not I'm not really keeping my bottom knee in tight. Right. I'm, I'm only keeping it tight in, enough that you push it and push with your elbow wide. Whereas yeah. you should just keep your elbow tight and run towards the legs. Got it. That's yeah. a key detail. If you're passing, if you clear the knee line... Put them, get the knee onto the belly quick. Well, not so, all the time though. No, because if they're framing with their hands, you put your knee on the belly, then they're you're gonna get legs. you're gonna get armbarred. I mean, oh. sorry, yeah, you're gonna get uh, heel hooked. Yeah. But if they're not framing, and you go knee on belly, then that's good. Because I'm not framing often. I'm more, more most of the time pulling mm. with my hands. Yeah. God. So that's why. Just when you're north south, gotta just be comfortable ripping away. Ripping away. Yeah, just ripping away quickly, like the slippery guy was doing today. But he was fucking moisturized. Like, <laughs> he, was moisturized. he was so moisturized. My next round, I feel bad for Taylor because I was like, I normally wear spats and shit, but today I was just in my in my skin. And yeah, yeah. Uh, last count, last count was so greasy. And like, oh, I was just... I was just covered in his grease. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking chip or something. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking nice up. guy, though. You got a match coming up? Yeah, got a match coming up with Unter Colvin. Yeah. Unter. You excited for that? Yeah, looking forward to it. My yeah. training's been excellent this uh, camp, if you will. Oh. Would I call it a camp? Not nah. at all. I just live near the gym. Camping near the gym. Camping near the gym. Yeah, set up a camp. Yeah. What do you change? We spoke about this last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, remind the fans. Like, what you change leading I up just go comp. for, like, when I'm, let's say a month out from a comp and I'm starting to be like, okay, like, it's time. Then I'll start training. So I'll slowly peeking towards like always having pretty hard competitive rounds like I don't like to compete I, if I'm working on something I'll fuck around with people and stuff but if it's competition time it's just like oh, I'm sorry I've got to be a cunt robot and just try and sub as many times as possible that's it you just get as many subs as you can yeah and don't choose the subs just whatever you get bang just gotta take it yeah yeah 
can't bit be more, bit more aggressive. Yeah, can't be picky as well. You got to just and also if you chase a sub and someone's like half out, you can't just give up on it. You've got to actually chase it to the very conclusion because bit around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you got to just get the subs because it's a sub only show, right? So I'm just trying to get subs. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just got to hunt the subs. Well, there we go. Pace myself well. Mm. Sometimes not though. Sometimes just go as hard as I can until I'm out of breath. Yep. Yeah. Then you dial it back. If I'm out of no, but it depends who I'm not really. That's the whole point is once keep, you get out of breath keep, to keep the pace. Yeah. Keep the pace. Keep the yeah. pace. Tire them out. Yeah. Even no, if let's say, because you can only tire people out one round at a time. Correct. Like I'm not going to pick some poor cunt and have like a double round with him because at the end of it, they're just like, they're, fucked. they're just flopping around. Yeah. So mm. I've got to tire myself out trying to tire everyone else out one by one. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Let's get to some questions. Fuck, I didn't even I didn't even check the questions. Did you do the, did you do the box? I did do the box. I love a bit. Anyway, go first. All right then. So I shall. Your story. I thought that was a big mosquito. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's your wrestling coach? Fuck, let's start with that. His name's Andre Tauchi at Bigfoot PT on uh on Instagram. Honestly, the best wrestling coach hey i don't want to say that because that's kind of rude but he's a very good wrestling coach and i recommend you buy some private lessons off him or just uh where's the best shoot fires he is he teaches a bit of shoot fires but he teaches at mma den in battersea mostly yeah now and yeah and he teaches somewhere else in the east as well like grappler's den or something like that we'll put his link up on the, the show notes yeah definitely buy some private lessons off that guy because uh he's fucking good yeah what a fucking gem what a man and great analogies as well anything to do with cooking is his analogy <laughs> he is like a he's part-time chef. part-time chef yeah but but yeah. you are the ingredients <laughs> <laughs> you are a limp noodle getting overcooked there we go cool you got a question yeah i got fucking plenty Let's get them. We're on a bit of time constraint today, so we'll smash them out. Wait, Phil, Phil waits awakening me during rolls, usually later in the day. Injury risk thoughts. Um, the weights should be helping you get stronger for rolling, not weakening. Perhaps do the jiu-jitsu first and the weights later in the day. Remember, if you're doing weights at the start of the day, the weights can be very hard hard to do. You should be pushing yourself in the weight room. So by the time you get to jiu-jitsu, you'll be pretty fucking sore. Um, so. I would also question your refueling strategies. What does your hydration look like? What does your nutrition look like around the next training session? Um, and also how, might, how much weights are you doing? Uh, I would need to know what you're doing in the weight room, the frequency. Ideally, weights is there to make you stronger in, in the jitsu room. Um, you could do them. If you're gonna do weights and jiu-jitsu on the same day or weights before jiu-jitsu, you should have at least a two to three hour gap between that session so you can adequate, adequately refuel and hydrate. <clears throat> how you're refueling people forget about the carbs they just go oh I'll just get the protein in but you have to have the carbohydrates so that's looking like a shake with some fruits or some carb powder and then <clears throat> if you're going to do things if you're going to do things properly then an hour later you need to have more carbohydrates 30 to 90 grams with more protein then another hour after that, you need to have 30 grams with uh sorry 30 90 grams of, of uh carbohydrates with a little bit more protein if you're going to do things so you basically just need to be constantly eating. Do a good warm up after weights as well. Yes, that's when I'm training in the evening after the weights. Normally, I'll start very slowly because it's like you me sore. Yeah, not just the muscle sore, but also like if you feel like you overdid anything, then you got to find out for your easy rolls first before you start going hard. Yeah, like things that might be just a little bit annoyed that you've got to avoid whilst you're rolling. Mm. Yeah. 
That's true. What's the what's the gapage that we have? So we do finish weights usually about three thirty four. You train again at six. So that's like Normally we're out here at five. Yeah, but that's Let's podcast. Be... Like we're stopping weights like four. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So four, and then yeah, six p.m. start, and then seven more well, before like ten to seven start rolling, and yeah, I'll take it easy in the first session. Usually just. I always do a round with Sylvie, obviously, but he knows how to take it easy for, well, for the first couple of minutes of the round, we take it easy anyway. You start ramping it up. Then we start ramping it up. Yeah, but I'll always start very slowly after weights. Yes. And I'll just be like feeling myself out, you know, not, not moving too quickly as well. It's key detail. Same if you're hungover. <laughs> Honestly, someone came, someone came to open mat hungover yesterday and they had one round, they popped their rib and that was it. Yeah, you're going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like definitely dehydrated. You probably don't realize how terrible you feel until you do one little twist and you're like, fuck, it just... Pop my rib. Pop to you. Do yeah. So start lighter. Make sure you're hydrated. Make sure you're well fueled going to that next session. That's number one. But then for your weights, again, you want to have a structured training program. Look, what does the strength training? What does the strength training look like? Are you trying to lift like a power lifter? Are you really chasing the numbers in the gym? The numbers don't matter that much. The, what matters is the intensity that you're putting into the, into the workouts, and that you're leaving feeling like you push yourself, but you're not too fucked to go and train again. I would say that's the most important factor of the weights. Key. But they should be making you stronger, not weaker. Yeah, overall, let's say the next two days, you should feel, <clears throat> unless it's like legs and you're super fucked, you should feel much stronger. Yes. At least like, well, you, you get a bit of dumps, but like overall, yeah. like week to week to week, you should be like, I actually feel fucking way stronger. Yeah, yeah. Way stronger. On, on like the occasional day where you're not either doms or doing weights, you'll feel much stronger. 100%. Yeah, cool. All next right. Question. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Passing seated guard. Best put the opponent on their back. Best ways to put... <laughs> Best ways to put your opponent on. He could have just clicked delete. Uh, best ways to put your opponent on their back. No, I'd say it's pretty hard, honestly. If uh, someone's trying to stay up quite a lot, I, I would like to just step in inside the garden, like pressure into people with my knee, for example. Like just you like, step directly in. You step cut across to the side with a long step. Uh, just like if you want to put, you could step directly in, but then you risk getting put in single leg X and that sort of stuff. You can also like try sort of running around and knee cutting, and it will force people to play a knee shield. Mm. Uh, if you're if you're really fast with it, you can also do the uh, Isaac Mitchell way, which is just running around really fast and like trying to go north south. Uh, you can go. I like going like arm weave as well. Just got like where you weave your arm through their leg and then hold the top of their head or try and get grips on the top of their head, a la Roger Gracie. And uh, yeah, just when you get the arm weave, they've either got to try and like high stop and take that leg out, or they can accept and try and remove their leg. Mm. Sorry, high stop and try and snap you, or they can accept the guard and try and like remove their leg. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard if someone wants to stay seated to push them onto their back, but generally threaten the back, and then if they'll put their back on the floor to defend it. There we go. There it is. Cool. Next question. There it is. Thoughts right. on Isaac's way of passing? There it is. Jake, Jacob seated guard and your preferred way. Body lock maybe better. Mm, I thought Isaac's way of passing was uh, very good. That was a good match. Yeah, it looked like quite tiring for Isaac at the same time because he was like running around in a low wrestler's posture and then he'd do like a couple really explosive tire lift looking. Yeah, he'd come in. Yeah, just lift his head up really hard. So fair play. Uh, the commentators were saying that he wasn't getting tired, but you could see by the end he was getting tired. That Like after yeah. the back take escape, uh, he was looking pretty tired and he gave up a sweep there just probably to, to rest a little bit. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looked pretty, looked pretty good. And it looked like he didn't give Jacob Couch basically any play as well, which is the main thing when you're on these like shows is just like anything the other guy does, even if you're like, nah, like, I know that I'm never getting caught in this shit. Like the judges will still take it into account. 
So you can't just like let people get really close because then it'll matter too much in the judge's opinion. You just fucking nullify them. Yeah, and like as time goes on, like it's only 15 minutes. So if you've spent seven minutes and all you've done is one shitty thing and they've done nothing, then you're winning. Mm. You are winning. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's all you've got to do really. But yeah. if you're doing it in, in a way that both is so pressuring that you might actually get a pass and is like so evasive that they can't do anything, then that's great. Easy, easy wins that's tactically. But yeah, he's, he risks exhausting himself. What do you think of the, did you see the Francisco Lowe and... Um Tag it. Tag it match? No. Okay. I saw parts of it, but no, I didn't watch the whole thing. I still watched the whole uh, WNO. Ah, cool. I, did, I watched a tiny bit of Marigali escaping the back. He posted something. And what else did I watch? I think I watched someone else, but I can't remember. Does it? Yeah, that was it. Good I'll, I'll watch it soon. Entertaining card. Yeah, it was entertaining. The Isaac one was very entertaining, fair play. Mm. He, had, he had a ridiculous back take at one point. Uh, did you watch it? I watched it at... 2am as I was flying in and I just forgot most of it there was one he did like I don't know how it started he did like some cartwheel to some tyre flip looking thing and then jump to the back and then like a wrong side shoulder roll to get to the back it was ridiculous he's pretty athletic that guy. it was so ridiculous really it was just, just like I don't think Jacob Couch made a mistake in that sequence he just he just jumped faster towards his back. Yeah, he's more athletic. If, just, if just, he just jumped fast enough. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. He's more athletic. That's yeah, that's yeah. the that's the that's the benefits of just yeah. being very athletic. Yeah, just jump to your back. Yeah, nice, fair play, great strategy. Shout him out. Someone should have thought of that. Next question. All right then. Uh, structure. No, we've already done that. Uh, situational versus rolling. I actually quite like the situational training. I'm gonna lie. Like, I feel like uh, it specifics. Gives, it gives you a big advantage when you go against someone who doesn't do it. Let's say you've done shitloads of mount specifics. Right, if you've done those specifics and you come across someone and they're like, "Yeah, I never get sub from mount," like you're gonna be the guy that subs them from mount like relatively easily because you spend way more time there. Yeah, because you're just very comfy with the little battles that you got to win, and you just know when when you've lost and when to give up, basically. Because mm. it's just a, a more you're more desperate to not lose the mount when you're doing situational sparring. So yeah, I think it's good good idea to do that kind of stuff. I mm. enjoy it highly. Specifics is always fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you need to play open rounds as well, but but the specifics is it's a nice. I think it's key seasoning for your Big training. Big Hodge talks about that as well. What specific? Specifics. Yeah, he yeah. loves them. He love. He'll be on soon. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, you go. All right, cool. Preventing flying submissions slash takedowns in the standing position. Honestly. I don't know what a flying takedown is, but <laughs> <laughs> a flying takedown, <laughs> but flying submissions, like, yeah, that's pretty tough to be fair. Because it's flying like, takedown, like if it's flying submission, it's more like awareness, isn't it? It's like the flying submissions work because you hold them up in some way, right? Because you, you're not gonna like if someone's already stood up, you're never gonna armbar them. No, you know. So most of the time, it's you holding them up. In, in one way or another like if they're holding a collar tie and you're doing this with your neck they're going to keep them up but if you just let them shut just them off they'll them, yeah. fall yeah so yeah I think main thing if you know someone's doing it it makes it much easier if you don't know someone's doing it like yeah that's why wrestling is risky because dumb people just do scissor sweeps from miles away <laughs> basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they fucking love it two yeah, three step runners scissor sweep yeah him and I rolls are fine though because those I mean like they are just terrible most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get like super deep on them and people, instead of trying to fight the legs, they try and rip away. That's yeah. when you can catch them nicely. You know, Ryan Hall, BJ Penn. But for the most part, someone does an Im- 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 I roll, you sort of look at them and extract your legs one at a time and that's it. 
they just spin around on the floor jumping scissor sweeps yeah, yeah people love it jumping scissor sweeps Lars. you got more questions yeah i got heaps bro cool what we're saying give it a go try try one out try one out i didn't get that many questions are olympic lifts worth it uh if you can do them correctly what's your thoughts better alternatives olympic lifts are great if you can do them correctly so like they're great for power development obviously you're gonna get a good strength component from olympic lifting as well that would be great for the start of the session you could do anywhere between two to five even six sets of olympic lifting with lower volumes like reps of two to six yeah two two to six would be perfect um what would i have my athletes do if you could do power cleans we might even teach you at one point to do power cleans and and just build them up power cleans are excellent because you're not getting it all the way down to that full squat in fact cleans are cleans are also good um i rate them i think Olympic lifts are fantastic. I probably wouldn't do snatches just because it's a, it's it's more technically te- technically demanding. But if you're already very good at snatches, there's going to certainly be a benefit. Just like adding a fast component to your strength training, which is good for power. Um, so yeah, yeah, I rate them. Better alternatives: just lift weights fast. Just do deadlifts with maximum intent to move the weight fast. Squats with maximum intent to move the weight fast. And that will also have a very good translation to speed and power. Should you do that in general? You should do that in general, yeah. Yeah, always lift as fast as possible. Well, just have intent to move the the weights as quickly as possible. Even when it's heavy, it's not going to particularly move fast, but it's the intent that's important. People often forget about that if they're just going through the motions of lifting. You should try and lift as quickly and as as powerfully as as possible. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, I really do. I I do rate uh, Olympic lifting. Um, It's just, it's a technical thing and teaching you technical things like wrists, um, like having a good front rack position. For most people, it's not worth the the juice isn't worth the squeeze when you could just like learn how to (laughs) the juice isn't worth the squeeze when you can just front squat or zercher squat with more intent. Juice. Juice. Steroids isn't worth the squeeze. It's not worth (laughs) squeezing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Cool, yeah, mental switch from hobbyist to professional. Fuck. I don't have that many questions. Uh, so You have the answer. For me, yeah, but... You were never a hobbyist, though, were you? I was never necessarily a hobbyist, but there was a time it was a hobby when I was at... Like, before uni, probably. Uh, <laughs> before I realized it was, it was going to be a profession. But yeah, yeah, mental switch is just like you just can't skip training sessions. Just the consistency. Yeah. That's it. You got, I mean, I was already very consistent because I enjoyed it, but yeah, like being consistent and also doing like weights and, you know. It's not, the whole package. Not yeah. drinking. Yeah. It's like, I used to drink a fair amount, but now I don't drink at all, basically. It's like, a lifestyle change. Well, yeah. it, it could be a big lifestyle change. Making sure you get, make sure you sleep well. Yeah. Don't fuck with it for eight to nine hours of sleep. Yeah. Also like how you train, you're actually doing techniques, not just trying to like, mash people up in the gym yeah which is fun learning yeah. new techniques yeah like actually doing techniques like how they're taught which at first just never happens let's be real like you just you're like that d doesn't do that how he, <laughs> how he says but then when it comes to it eventually you can do it what i always like, find interesting is watching you roll with like noobs and like how you're just gonna try and like as me as a hobbyist, I'm always going to like roll with the white belts or some of the noobs because yeah. I'm just like I want to I want to get the most out of this roll because I only train like three times a week, so I'm yeah. like fuck, I want to train with hard people or, or get as much out of it as possible. But like you, who trains every day, trying to learn new things, you're going to roll with everybody and just try and see what works and refining skills. Yeah, yeah, that's try a big part of it. Hit the same move on everyone as well and see like, okay, if it's this guy that doesn't give me this move, I can just categorize moves for people and then 
people that avoid one move, I'll have the follow-up move. And it's kind of like automatic learning that way. Right. We just try the same move on everyone and like it doesn't work on a certain type of person. Then, then you've got your option for next for that kind of person. You're just testing people's reactions and yeah. you can refine the skill from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just seeing if there's anyone that's like especially good at like the slippery guy today, like. I probably might lose a bit of sleep on the slippery guy, but we'll, <laughs> we'll be back and uh, well, you get him again. Nick, I'm coming for you. There he is. Coming Nick. for that arm, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Apparently, we met five years ago, but yeah, you upset you didn't get the choy bar. I still got the choy bar. Don't worry, but uh, it just he slipped out of like two in a row, exactly like, the same way. He just sort of just slicked his arm out, and like I was super moisturized afterwards. Uh, so maybe it was a moisturizing session for him before or a mud bath session or something to you know he don't, was glowing don't blame it bro but uh, don't, blame, don't blame the grease exactly but just next time i've clearly got to just improve the grip maybe i've got to stop him from uh lifting posture or straightening his arm so easy then i'll catch him that's the answer yeah we'll see we'll return with the answer for that one next question patreon when let me pay you guys for more good more content um i need to set that up i've been threatening that for a while patreon threaten him we'll get in there it's a promise uh, Matej Szczynski Jed Hill what are your project? What are your predictions oh, well, uh, i got to go with Jed on this one because uh, Jed is my boy uh, and also Jed is a roadman and tends to do very well in competitions especially if there's money or pride involved but again Jed put I mean obviously Szczynski is like ridiculously dangerous with a straight footlock <clears throat> Jed has quite short legs but is very fast at like the initial spin out of entanglements like he doesn't fuck around letting people go for his legs he will just go if he doesn't feel like he has an advantage, which <clears throat> with the straight footlock, it tends to not be such a even position. Like, whereas other leg locks, 50-50, whatever, you can kind of get counter leg locks. But with Shashinsky's straight footlock, it's not very much counterable like that. It's just like you've got to kind of try and pass the guard and he's committed two hands to his straight footlock, Aoki lock. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting matchup. I think, yeah... Very hard to call. Jed. Very hard to call. Rooting for Jed. Um, yeah, rooting for Jed because I've known him for longer, but I am doing Shashinsky's leg lock camp and I do like Shashinsky and I really like his instructional on the B team thing. That was instantly usable. Yeah. Yeah, if you are if you already do legs and you haven't watched that instructional and haven't fitted it in, you should definitely do all the things that Shashinsky's saying. Yep. Savage. Speak, this, this is another lead on question. How do you defend ankle locks when you're properly entangled? Hey, you got to stand up. Just stand you got to stay stood. Yeah, if you're stood up with all your weight over the front leg, that is like realistically the only way that you're gonna do that. Like save yourself from getting just too. Like even if you have really flexible feet, sooner or later it's gonna something's gonna snap. Something's gonna snap. Yeah, if they mm -hmm. just have the right pressure on and they keep like right. Like if you watch that highlight they put of him and Ellis Younger today, it just yeah. It like it looked like he went to full extension then he went to full extension again and again after that and it was like that was many extensions way, that's triple extension way further than <laughs> I believed a leg would go fuck yeah yeah so yeah you gotta stand up and stay stood up as well like you can't just let them re-roll your belly down basically yeah if you go belly down you, you're you gonna get fucked stand up stay stood up yeah stay yeah don't let them go belly down so you've got to put some belly hands down, on them as well to stop them controlling. And I like to hold that tricep as well. If they've got your foot here, you hold the tricep that's holding your foot so you can like pull yourself in. Because sometimes just put, putting the boot on isn't enough. If they're like pushing your leg out, they're going to make you toe point. And once your toe's pointed, if you then stand up, you can't put weight on that. 
because you're already trapped. So right, sometimes you pulling yourself in is the key. Pushing the heel to the floor. Yeah, yeah, not just that, but pulling your heel to the floor. Yeah, you got push and pull. Yeah, because otherwise, if they're strong enough, they're just you're just not even gonna your whatever eighty kilos pushing on from this leg is not gonna put your leg through to the floor. And if they got strong hips and bridging. Yeah, and they're just gonna bridge and and that'll be it'll be it'll be too. You're like, you won't be able to balance on a pointed toe whilst they're tipping you left and right mm. and keep weight on it. So eventually you'll get toppled and then it'll be like super savage. Pull the boot on. Yeah, pu- yeah pull the boot on. No, just, don't just put it. Don't just You don't just put your toe on the floor like that. You have to. No, you fucking pull the boot in. Fucking, yeah. Put the boot. I guess that's from the gi, isn't it? Like, you don't just straighten your foot. You hold the collar and pull yourself in. That's a good detail. There it is. That's a, yeah, that's a good. But then that's how you get triangled and overflowed and stuff. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. You it get, always is. You get out of the, details, you get, man. You get out of the ankle lock. Get ready for the right back in the, out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen that. Fucking hell. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Another question I got asked this week. I've got one. Don't worry. Don't worry. Go on, I'm Free weights I'm, I'm versus eager. machines. Which is better? The answer is free. Oh, free weights versus free weights. machines. Yeah, not free is mm. no no money. Free is like dumbbells barbells versus machines yeah, yeah. what's better Me? neither neither fuck neither is better they're both great they're both <laughs> what would you have answered me yeah we just don't have I would say machines if you if you have the perfect machines if you have all of the perfect machines then they're definitely going to be more like adjustable than the free weights yeah both both good but, but we want both but if you had like literally a machine for every single exercise then they would invariably be better. No, because you want to get you want to train your body. You want to get your body strong through moving itself through space. Yeah, does that make sense? So it I needs. Guess. So it needs. You want to you want to build a strong body by, like, getting it better at moving through space. Like having a really good squat, having 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 good deadlifts, good single leg movements. They're all key for jiu-jitsu because jiu-jitsu is a sport where you're moving your body through space. Define machine. Well, like a leg extension machine or a lang ham curl machine. But then, what about machine. one of those hip? Uh, squat machines which one hip thrusts where you put where you tie the thing around your hip and you hold on and you do a squat oh the butt squat yeah they're yeah. great yeah yeah so like so that, is that a machine yeah it's a machine but that is invariably better than a squat just for training your legs no it's not there's not it's not better or worse so like he, here's how like for me I can't I can't back squat because because of the surgery on my back blah blah yeah. blah and my back can't like yeah exactly spinal. it's spinal it can't handle the compression so I use a I use a belt squat which allows me to get the squat pattern without loading my lower back so without axle loading however for some people for, for a lot of our athletes we want to have some degree of axle loading because during the sport of jiu-jitsu yeah. you want to be used you want to you want to get your, yourself strong enough so you can meet the demands of the sport because yeah. the sport is demanding so being able to squat with a barbell either front over in front of you or back of you is important because you're getting your body stronger and building infrastructure so it can meet the demands of the sport yeah. machines can also do that as well you having a mix of the two is excellent yeah. like leg extension machines are great for developing the quads uh they, they serve as like it's just it, it's a great exercise same yeah. for lying hamstring curls getting a knee flexion I guess what I'm saying is you could make a machine to perfectly mimic any single freeway exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So You could you could you can have, you can have any any rowing movement, any pushing movement. Machine yeah. machines are fantastic. There's yeah. but they're neither better or worse than free weights. It just depends on how you use them and how you train. So, so yeah. a lot of machines are easier on the joints uh, and less taxing than free weights. Versus yeah. like as an example like a Bulgarian split squat. 
you're going to be hitting your glutes and you're going to be hitting your quads versus a leg extension. It's just going to be purely isolating the quads. That's not going to necessarily beat you up as much over days as like heavy Bulgarian split squats, but also there may be other limiting factors in in a split squat, the grip, the, the lower back, the core, everything. Whereas it's safer to go hard, no, on machines. Again, it's safer to go way harder on yeah. machines because your, your risk of injury is significantly less unless your your technique is fucking shit. It's it hard can, to be it that can be shit. shit though, no, yeah. it can be. If yeah. some people really fuck it up, they just go too heavy. What you how you want to think about training on machines is like I don't want to say bodybuilder mentality, but it's like the the purpose of using the machines is getting a nice pump. So you get great stimulus to the to the muscles that you're working, but you're not gonna be fucking trying to get like huge reps of five out. You're not gonna try and like do five reps on a fucking leg extension or a hamstring curl machine. Use the machines between like eight to fifteen plus reps, so you get a really nice pump in the working muscle groups. Okay, yeah, I guess That's yeah, doing goal. a leg extension like one rep max just sounds retarded. It's retarded. You're gonna hurt yeah. yourself for sure. You don't need to. You don't need to even reps of five on a leg extension. It's not gonna. It's gonna not gonna stimulate stimulate enough. Um, it's not gonna cause enough stimulus to really get the most out of it. Yeah, you're better off getting a really big pump in the quads, getting off and being like, "Holy fuck, my quads are absolutely fucked." Fuck, <laughs> fuck, and then supersetting it with some uh, like like leg yeah. uh, hamstring something like hamstring pulls on on the machines would be great, wouldn't they? I'm getting I'm getting one of those machines in a yeah. new, new place. Hamstring curls, they're sick. fucking sick great machine what else is good like even like lat pull downs lat pull downs are excellent if you have like some issues with your elbows or your right traps the triceps, triceps are excellent i really rate machines i use them all the time i just don't have machines in this gym i will do soon and my athletes will be using them so neither is better or worse and people talk about functionality look like at like if you're doing jiu-jitsu you're how you're going to get better at jiu-jitsu is doing more fucking jiu-jitsu. The weights are here to build a strong, robust body to help you meet the demands of the sport. You're not going to be replicating things that are functional in mm. the weights room. Like, yeah. yes, learn how to squat. You can increase your mobility and flexibility whilst lifting weights, especially free weights for sure, but also getting very strong in in, in, um, in certain movements it's going to age your flexibility and mobility. So what do you think about, say, a collar tie machine? Where, <laughs> where it's pulling on your neck. Where, no, you are pulling on its neck. Although that would almost make more sense, wouldn't it? If you've got a collar tie machine that not only you pull its neck, but it pulls your neck. And maybe <laughs> it, it could be made out of like do actual you, human flesh. Yeah, so and like, like jokes, jokes aside, Carl Schneider, uh, you know Carl, Carl Schneider, yeah, yeah. the Olympic wrestler. He's... um. There's there'll be videos of him doing half kneeling, um, straight arm pulls, which for his lats. So he'll, he'll literally he'll, he'll do like the fucking whole rack, or have like a hundred kilo straight arm pulls, or even double arm pulls for his lats. Sorry, what is that pulling down like this? Yeah, or? so like for for the viewers who are watching this, you'll be like half kneeling. We'll have like a, a, a the weight there, and he's just fucking getting like pulling, pulling, or he'll be in that crouch position, single arm pulls. With like a handle, yeah, with and a he's handle. pulling it to his knees. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you meant it was like at range pulling something. No, no. <laughs> pull it, hundred pulling, kilos. pulling towards him like he's, yeah, like yeah. he's pulling the takedown. Kind of like a, a, a snap down hundred yeah, kilo. Exactly. Exercise, exactly. Yeah. So like that could be beneficial on the weight gym because you can progressively overlay it and you'll get stronger in that position. Again, we don't want to replicate the sport movements too much. All we want to think about is getting strong through full ranges of motion, and the machines, whilst they won't 
offer you as much as like a full squat, you can still take them through, through full range of motion and improve your flexibility and yeah. mobility. For sure. Yeah. For I guess sure. The- like a chest press, getting a chest press all the way to the end, you're going to be stretching out the pecs. So you get a really like big stretch reflex there and push away. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no doubt. But- Basically, we're trying to, yeah. Even even seated row, if the weight's in front of you, stretch out as much as possible, pull the weight back in. You're, you're going to increase your flexibility and mobility doing that. On the... Seated row. Seated yeah. row, cable row. Yeah. They're great. Add I them love in. those. Cable rows are fucking sick. Sick. Big fan of machines. Big fan. Next question. How, how are we for time? You well, not good. Not good. <laughs> not, not good, Cullen. Uh, okay, let's see. I, I might have another good question. I might. What are you saying? Here we go. Meniscus rehab. I'm not physio. Go see a physio. Let's see if, if I can refresh and see more questions. Did okay. anyone send me another question? Whilst you're looking, I'm going to answer some. No. What, what to eat for lunch every day? I've eaten chicken and rice for the last three years. Help. Go get some meal deals. Go get some meal deals from Sain- Sainsbury's. Go make, some, make a sandwich. Like a chi- chicken rice. I don't know. If you can eat bread, eat some bread. Make a chicken sandwich. Make a beef sandwich. Those are sandwich. some shit options though. You basically what, what said sandwich. <laughs> Eat a sandwich. Eat, yeah, sandwich. Get, chicken and rice, get eat a, a curry. Sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Get a fucking... Get, get some beef. You know, you got to have steak. You can, yeah, curry. You can just have eggs. You can have yeah. pork. Shout out pork. Look, how, how I would look at this is like, okay, how much protein are you getting in your current meal? Chicken and rice. And how much carbs are you getting in that meal? Look at that. And then go on MyFitnessPal and have, some, have a look at some other options. Because that's yeah. all you're trying to achieve. You're just trying to achieve... Carbs and protein. Go to restaurants. Go to restaurants. Get the same thing. Try something different. Yeah, <laughs> try, try, try some other stuff. Eat other foods. That's you it. could also try, you know, deep frying your chicken or like doing different stuff with your chicken rather than just roasting it all the time. Yeah. We're not a chef show, but... Nah, buy some recipe books. Shout out the fitness You chef. could try different... Sean Casey recipe you know, book. Try some Italian food. Then you can move on to some Greek food. And then you can move on to some Turkish food. Say it. Like a kebab. What? <laughs> Ch- Ch- Chinese food. Oh, Chinese food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese or some good. Indian food, or some. There's many options. Yeah, yeah. There's many. <laughs> there's many options. Yeah, yeah, check out Sean Casey's recipe book. He does some good recipe books. I mean, Nigella in- Lawson. Instagram is Nigella Lawson. Fucking shout her. Like, like check out. She's good at cooking. Yeah, she cooks. There are so many videos. people who do recipe books. Go check them out, or go <laughs> get some takeaway. <laughs> Why are you asking us to? <laughs> well, well you've probably seen uh, Magpie Munches, the Mrs. Uh, uh, munch thing, and knows where the sauce is. Shout. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Couldn't even shout out. Shout. Shout Mark McQueen. Shout Mark McQueen. True that. True that. It's been a while. Fuck. Um, I almost felt like I betrayed him. Your favorite BJJ fighters. Oh, no. So your favorite gyms in London. Obviously, Submission Grappling. Club. Club. Roger Racy Academy. That's it, really. Those two. Ecolog- ecological approach to training thoughts. What that does that was, mean? That was to you. I think ecological approach to training, correct us if we're wrong, I think that's when they don't teach you moves and he'll be like, teach you the concept of what you're trying to do. E.g., e- e- he'll get like a beginner and be like, okay, what we're looking to do here is like separate the arms oh, the concept. From the, yeah, so concept. Approach. Yeah, I think it's good. Think it's the correct way of doing it, but I mean, it's basically what we've been doing anyway. It's just that most jiu-jitsu gyms do it in a way more detailed way. And like, if you're a complete beginner, they basically assume like a level of knowledge already. 
which uh, I guess is for the coach to come around and just be like, no, like you're trying to do this. So obviously don't do this. And then they'll explain the technique again in the context of the ecological approach and the details will make sense. Sick. That's it. You can't just say like, I'm trying to get around the legs and I'm trying to connect my chest to my partner's chest. Yeah. Try and get past the arms, past the legs, level change and connect your chest to your partner's chest. Thanks mate. Now I can pass the guard. Like it doesn't really work that way. You've got to like, you need the context and then the details. Context and details. And details, yeah. So the ecological approach is good, but then you need like, by the way, this is realistically the most effective way to make it happen. Fair play. Yeah. Let's finish now. We're going to get it's, you out of here. It's, it's time. It's I've time. Got to go. Yeah, I have to have train. To I right, have guys, to train again. Shout out Mark McQueen. Shout out Mark Fucking Munches. love Mark McQueen. Mark um, Munches. You've got an instructional coming out again? Oh yeah, soon come on uh, attacking against the outside passer. That's going to be my instruction. <laughs> if you don't like the sound of that, just fuck off. <laughs> or, buy, or, 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 or even better, buy your other instructions. Yeah, or buy the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah Sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. Guys, remember, like, subscribe, check out the instructionals. I do some strength training. You should check that out. Shout Thank out you, Candle. Candle. Thank you, Candle, for giving me some warm. Guys, enjoy. See you later. See